Hey, it's Lauren. This is an excerpt from the full-length episode. To listen to the entire episode, head to the show notes and follow the link. This episode has been brought to you by the Afterlight Institute. Ignite the light, magic, and miracles within. It is. I do the meditation, A, for my mental health, because it makes a big difference in my life. Uh, B, I do that to connect with source energy, to open up my psychic senses. If you want to develop your psychic senses, it is the number one thing you can do is to meditate. However, that being said, a lot of people struggle with meditation. I have a lot of people who might be neurodivergent that really, really struggle to meditate. So I do actually have a, a YouTube video on that because it was such a common question. And what I've termed it, and I don't even know if it's a real term in the world, but it's what I call it. I call it inactive and active meditation. Inactive meditation is when you sit down, put your hands on your knees, however you sit and meditate, right? That's what we all think of and try and clear the mind. Active meditation is when you do something. So that might be adult coloring in books, or it might be pottery. And that's actually how I started getting my brain ready to meditate because it's a hard thing to just jump into a meditation practice it's not that easy so pottery for me was really grounding and it gave my hands something to do whilst my mind almost emptied itself a little bit uh, people might do gardening they might do painting I was also painting so for me during my therapy with postpartum depression and anxiety that was from the grounding part of the pottery and doing something with my hands clearing my mind and then suddenly I was like oh actually I think I could sit down and actually think now without the intrusive thoughts that I was getting and it really really helped me to take control back of my mind is how I feel it and my body and connect with my body and so for me it was fantastic I think it's a benefit to anyone if they can do it and I usually recommend at least three times a week for 20 minutes each time but start at one minute if that's all you can do. Uh, however, if they're wanting to get into witchcraft, meditation is not necessary. It's going to be great, but it's not necessary. So usually what I say is research, read, absorb, learn, watch YouTube, listen to podcasts, just take on as much as you can. And what you'll hear is some things that you go, yeah, I want to try that. That sounds so much fun. Other things you're like, oh, do I have to do that? And the advice there is to take what resonates and leave the rest. Your practice is your own, unless you want to follow a traditional path, which might be Wicca or any of the other traditional forms of witchcraft you can be initiated into. There are many different forms out there. If you want to go that path, there are rules and there are ways to do that. Uh, you might attend a few outer court sessions, which is basically you're finding a coven, attending some of their sessions with them, seeing how it feels. If you guys are fit, you're testing each other out. Uh, but that can be a lengthy process as well to get initiated into a coven. So for me, it's not possible. I'm a military family. I move too frequently and it's not something I've been drawn to in that regard. Uh, so I find my coven online with my my like-minded peoples and that gives me the community vibe that I need as well but yes read lots of books and just try things don't be afraid a lot of new witches get really afraid and we get this from the church and unfortunately it has infiltrated the whole community that we think as soon as you do something oh there's going to be a bad spirit or there's going to be a negative vibe or something's happening in the house and you know I have a, a friend recently who her husband's a little bit open and she said, oh, something's happening in the house. Like something fell off the shelf. And firstly, always look at the mundane over magical. So you're going to look at what could have actually happened. You know, if we were absolutely atheists and didn't believe in anything, what could it be? Right. My rule of thumb is if it happens three times, 
something's going on. If it's just once, maybe twice, I don't know. Maybe it's just the heater was on really high and it something expanded and it moved, you know. There's other reasons behind it. But if it happens a few times, it doesn't mean it's going to be a bad spirit in your house and you're haunted. It might be an ancestor saying, oh, my gosh, they're actually opening up now. They're going to be able to hear me. Hello, hello, trying to get your attention. Not all of our ancestors are, you know, demure and quiet some of them are big and brash and want to get you know get loud and get in your face so you can just simply say aloud hey that's a bit too loud for me that's a bit too much I'm a little scared if you want to connect with me do it in my dreams or do it when I'm meditating or work on your shielding so that they're not trying to barrage in at all hours of the night so shielding grounding cleansing they're your basics to get down pat and once you've sort of done that keep researching keep trying trial and error you're not going to do anything that's really really bad <laughs>